Do you ever have to send money internationally? If you do, you know just how expensive and time-consuming it can be, as well as how steep the exchange rate from your bank or provider sometimes is. Sometimes these exchange rates don't even show until after the transfer has been made. Here's why I'll use TransferWise for my next international money transfer. Unlike other providers, TransferWise is a completely transparent way to send money internationally. You know exactly what you'll pay upfront and you get the real exchange rate with no markup. The exchange rate with TransferWise is incredibly good, so your money goes much, much further. Setting up a payment is simple and fast and you only pay one small upfront fee. TransferWise was founded by the first guy to ever work for Skype together with his friend. As Skype was the new better way to make international calls, TransferWise is the new better way to send money internationally. Founded by two friends and Estonians who were tired of feeling ripped off whenever they sent money back home, they came up with a quicker, cheaper and easier way to transfer money between countries. Realizing that plenty of other people were also feeling ripped off on international transfers, they turned their idea into a company. They created a smart new system that gets rid of all the expensive traditional charges that you normally pay. Today, TransferWise lets millions of people and businesses all over the world send money internationally. See how much you could save at TransferWise.com. You can also download the app for Android or iOS. Once again, that's TransferWise.com. Transfer as in, I need to transfer money to another country. Wise as in, I'm going to do that in a wise way. TransferWise.com. Hi, and welcome to another episode of From the Heart, Conversations with Yoga Girl. This week, I'm so excited to introduce a very, very special guest. I have Isabella Löwengrip here on the show. Isabella is a blogger, a serial entrepreneur. She started over a dozen companies, four of which are thriving today. She's a published author, a mom of two, and she has for the past 10 years run the most popular blog in all of Scandinavia, reaching more than 1.3 million unique readers per week. Wow, what a resume. Welcome to the show, Isabella. Thank you. How are you feeling right now? Uh, I'm feeling good. Uh, I've been listening to your podcast for the last week, so um, I'm very happy to be here. Yeah. Are you a little nervous to be here too? Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> are you overcoming a fear right now? I am, uh, but I, I, I love to, to push myself and to be out my comfort zone, so... Um, yes, this is a good uh, good challenge. Because you don't do a ton of uh, of your work in English, right? No, uh, the blog is translated to English, and also the Instagram is in is in English. But just that, uh, just the daily is not so much in English. Um, the companies are right now expanding to other countries, so I have to to <laughs> to do more in English. So this is a this is a great opportunity. It's an amazing <laughs> opportunity. I'm yeah. so excited to have you on the on the show because I'm here in in Sweden for five weeks and I'm going to invite some Swedish people on the podcast and I was really thinking okay who do I really feel inspired by and who can also my listeners learn from and grow with and you were at the top of my list. Thank you. I've been uh, reading your blog for a really long time and wow. I'm, I kind of float in and out of, of, of blog worlds so when I have time and I have space um, I read and recently with breastfeeding I've had some um, you know with a baby when she's sleeping I have a little bit of time to uh, to just sit and then I've been reading your blog so. I'm happy to hear that. How uh, how is life right now? Uh, life is very uh, hectic. It's, it's very uh, the, the, um, it's very intense. Um, but it has been intense for the last twelve years. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I find people so, ask that, and it's always like, if you're an entrepreneur, when do you say, "Oh, everything is calm no, and relaxed"? <laughs> but I really like when it's uh, when I have a lot of things to do. 
um, I've been doing, I have been having my companies for a couple of years now, but um, I noticed that something has happened right now. Um, we're expanding more globally, which is very fun and it's a very big goal for me. But in the same time, this year has been very, very tough because I, I, I got divorced uh, two months ago. And like you said in the beginning, uh, we have two kids together, uh, three and a half year and two, a boy and a girl. Uh, so everything in the companies is happening in, is happening at the same time as the divorce. And and now I have my my big house for myself, and it's it's a new it's a new life uh, that I have to, has to to get uh, used to. But um, as you often talks about, I'm I'm very like calm and uh, and I rely on that everything is gonna go well maybe not now but hmm. but soon eventually that's a yeah. good mindset to have yeah. I would love to dive a little bit deeper into that also but um, for the listeners that maybe don't know you so mm. well if we backtrack a little bit so you run the biggest blog in Scandinavia yes 1.3 million mm -hmm. readers every mm. week that's a big yeah. responsibility <laughs> that's a big platform how did you get started I started when I was 14. Um, the, I didn't have any like a business idea then. It was like having a diary online and I was creating or maybe not more maybe not a diary more than a like an online book and I was creating my own character. And the character's name was Blondin Bella. Which means the uh, blonde Bella. Blonde Bella, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was um, pretending to be that character for a couple of years. And the people were start to follow that girl because she was living a kind of a, a um, kind of a, like extreme life for being a fourteen year old. And how did you come up with that? How did it? Where did the idea come from? Um, I had a quite tough time at my uh, in my life. Then I was bullied in school. I was moving out, so I was I was I lived by myself as a fourteen year old. Wow! Because that was a better alternative than staying at home. So I was living by myself. I was bullied didn't have any friends um so i so so creating that um, character bl character blondine bella who had e everything that was um, like an uh, that was a kind of like like escaping hmm, uh, like an escape from yeah wow and what was going on at home that you wanted to leave uh it was uh, there was uh, they were divorced and they, uh yeah it was um it's uh, it's a lot of things but they weren't um yeah, it was tough just with my dad and uh, you made that decision on your own. Yes, we yes, and we don't have any contact today. So, uh, but I have uh, so. Um, Do you remember that being fourteen years old and realizing because that's really young? Mm. I mean, I have five sisters. The youngest one is almost sixteen, and mm. I cannot really imagine her one day saying, "Okay, I'm going to move out," <laughs> and she's sixteen, and this is two years younger. Do you remember being fourteen, realizing that I think it's best for me if I didn't live here anymore? I remember that feeling, and I, I've always had a, like an old soul, soul um, and like taking care of myself. So I was, you know, I, I went to the grocery store, I was buying food, and uh, trying, I tried to, to live. And I, you know, I went to school in the mornings, wake up, just um, had an alarm on my watch, and just, just you know, continue my life. But um, I think one of my like strength um, is that I'm. Um, I don't think too much when it when the life is tough. I'm I'm just focused straight ahead, and um, I, I'm I think I'm quite quite rational as a person. 
So at that point, it was more like, okay, I have to go into school. I have to make some food. I have to, you know, just, just pay the bills, continue my life. And But when I was 20, uh, I remember that at, at that time, I, I became very angry and was thinking about my, um, like the time when I was growing up. Um, Your past. Yeah. So, so it came back then? It came back. So I... And that's like, it's a, like a life lesson. It, everything comes back. Hmm. So you have to deal with, with, with and stuff. And did you then when you were 20? Yeah, I did. So I was very angry at that time. So I started to... and I, But I still, I'm, I'm very... I, I want to, to solve problems. <laughs> so I went to... Um, um, I did a KBT. Um, oh, you went to a therapist? Yeah. Uh, so I was talking with her. And then I talked to my dad. And then I... Um, you cut him yeah. out. Yeah, I did. And was that a big relief? Yeah, it, it was. Um, it's so easy when you're a family just to to be to have to stay in that relations mm-hmm. because it's blood and you have to do it. Um, but when I was twenty, I was you know I was thinking about the the years before and realized that this kind of relationships uh, relationship with him is going to continue, and I'm going to be affected by that. So. Um, so yeah, that was a very hard decision, but it was a good decision and it still is. And you have no contact no, today? No, no, I haven't. So, but I, if, if I look back, of course it's, it's quite tough, but I, um, it, when I think about it, I, I don't get sad. It's more, yeah, I'm, it sounds so strange, but I'm, I'm quite not happy, but I'm, um, the past is why I, is, hmm. I have reached very far for being 26 today, and and, and it is because of uh, everything that I've been through. So maybe it's kind of extreme to say that, but yeah, but I don't. I, I fully agree with that, and it's really hard to um, it's hard to stand up and really say that. Probably yeah. like I'm almost grateful for the really mm-hmm, shitty things exactly. that happened because it also uh, for people that listening that maybe they're going through horrible things. It's really hard in the moment to feel okay. Yeah. One day I'm going to look back and I'm going to be grateful, especially if it's you know, really challenging family situations or yeah. death or divorce or whatever yeah. you have going on. Yeah. Um, but I, that's something I come back to as well when I have it in the middle of a challenge that, okay, it sucks right now. Like mm. This is absolute fucking shit. <laughs> but I know there's going to be a time where I can look back and say, okay, it brought something. Yeah. You know, so remembering that in the toughest moments, it's, uh, it's the most valuable thing. Mm. Can you feel that now as well? I mean, going through a divorce is also really... You're in it now. Can you? Yes, I'm. I'm in the tornado. <laughs> Are you in the eye of the tornado I where it's am, quiet? I, but I, I am. But uh, yes, I, I, I am. The things that I've been through is helping me right now, and I know it's everything is gonna be easier for every day, every week, every year. So I'm just, you know, trying to be calm, you know, and try to enjoy them. Um, because it's uh, divorce is tough, but I, I did it for a reason, so I have to like maybe not enjoy, but like uh, um, appreciate the yeah. the choice that you made. Yeah. Appreciate and also because I appreciate for myself for being a role model for my uh, for my kids. So if you live in a relationship that doesn't make you happy, or like um, if it brings you down, a if it bit, brings yeah. you down, it's better to leave. Hmm. Um, yes. well, that's not an easy decision to make. No, and especially when you have so many followers that have thoughts yes. and writes about what you're doing and your decisions. 
um, being like an, an successful mom that leaves your family, or not leaves your family, but, but breaks up the family. Uh, people get very upset and angry and they are saying that everything is my fault because of the companies and... Um, do you read how many comments do you do you get in a in a day on the blog? Do you know? Together for three posts, it's maybe three hundred. Mm, do you read them all? Yes, I do. It's important for me to see the the thoughts and. Um, so and when there's judgment there, do you? Yes, I see it. Yes, you see it. <laughs> but 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 still, it's it's maybe it's like ninety percent uh, positive comments mm-hmm. and ten bad. So I try to stay. Uh, I try to to. To have the focus on the on the good ones, on the positive. Yeah, I have that too with uh, with Instagram, which I feel sometimes mm. can be even more vicious sometimes. Um, but it's not until I became a mom that I realized how judgmental mm. <laughs> parents can be. I thought as we get older <laughs> and we become adults and we grow up, like okay, we can have you know be a little more objective and kind to yeah. each other or understanding. No, I've never had so much trouble in the online world since becoming a mom yeah and i remember when our first son son were uh, uh, when we had him and the second day we were going back from the hospital going home and it was in november so it was quite cold and i forgot to bring um a hat and hat to him so he was lying in the in the car uh, like the baby the car seat yeah, yeah. Uh, so so I, I took a picture and I posted it on my blog and yeah he and he had he he didn't have the hat on it, so I got three thousand comments <laughs> and also <laughs> like um like his, the Swedish newspaper were writing about that I'm you know I'm, is she gonna to 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 have a child can she be a mom because she she forgot the hat on the second oh day in November oh my god uh, so they were very judgmental on me Jesus uh, Christ and, and you just gave birth yeah and, like, <laughs> and like you know on the six, third day it's the, the baby blues day or what they call it when you kind of get depressed so it, yeah the, it, the it thing is it's just a picture so they don't know like no. was he out in the snow no, without a hat no. for a day. No, and it was not. And it was only like for one minute going from the hospital to the car. So, <laughs> but yes, the, but 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 still there. I'm 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 quite good at you know seeing the the ninety percent positive comments and not focus on the ten. That's good. Um, I have a, a really uh, an amazing teacher and a friend of mine named Jane, Jen Pasteloff. Do you know who she is? No. I'm going to send you some of her yeah. stuff. She's amazing. She has this saying or uh, a class that she teaches about the one in the 100, which mm. means if you have 100 people telling you you're amazing and I love you and you're the best in the whole world and then there's one person saying you suck, mm. you're going to spend the whole day focusing on that one person. Like, what did I do wrong? How could I change? <laughs> which is insane. Yeah. You know, so if you seem to have that and, very... Good and I mentality. think I have, I have, I know that if I'm, today I have a lot of companies and I think we're almost 40 employees and I ha- I don't have the energy or the time to focus on that one one person or one present um, because if I'm do that, it's, it's, it's impossible for me to, 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 to do my work and to increase with all the companies. So, so I have to stay positive and focus. Hmm. It drains your energy if you were to focus on that. It does, it does. So if we we rewind, so when you you started the blog, it became this, um, you know, an escape kind of, like creating this persona. And then when did it start really growing? How did did you go from there, from being 14 to this? Uh, It was 
two years later, and I was 16, and uh, there was a Swed Swedish uh, media, and they they wrote that the blog was worth uh, quite much money. Um, so that so other media was writing about the young girl who was. Uh, earning a lot of money uh, but I didn't at that point but it was just like a value of the blog and from that article people were finding the blog and then it it started to get no, no I think it was that time that it, uh, it became this, the biggest one in Sweden so only 16 you had yeah, the biggest blog in yeah Sweden. and then I started a company because of the earnings mm. uh, that I wanted to earn. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have them no, yet. No, you were no. manifesting it. <laughs> no, but I, I remember how I uh, I started like like the company to have like a account for for future income. Mm. <laughs> and then I rented a, an office. So I I remember that day when I was sitting, I have been to Ikea before and I'm, you know, <laughs> doing... Uh, um, putting all the stuff together yeah and I was sitting at my desk and didn't have anything to do <laughs> but I was like but okay. you had an office yeah I had an office and, <laughs> and a, a company uh, without any earnings so I was just okay so this day everything is gonna is gonna start and from that point it did it did so you really were able to dream it up and to see it in your mind. Yeah, fake it till you make it. Fake it till you yeah, make it. Yeah, and I, I was sitting there. I was um, escaping from school, and uh, I was taking up my phone and was and I was calling a lot of companies and asked if they want to to do an advertisement on my blog. And I think like the fifty first call, they were like, "Who are you? <laughs> what is a blog? <laughs> what is a blog?" Uh, yeah. Um, but I didn't. I don't. I know. I didn't give up. Uh, and unfortunately, I um, no. In the in the and after like six months, I I founded a, a sales company. So they got a few percent in the company, and so and they were selling advertising on my blog for you. For you. That's really smart. Me. Yeah. Wow. And this was early. I mean, this is ten years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and since then, okay, so you've started started over a dozen companies. Yeah. And right now you have four thriving companies. So mm. one is Loving Grip Care and Color, mm. which is a, a beauty brand. A beauty brand. And we What's sell, special yeah. about it? We sell in all the pharmacies in Sweden and also in the Nordics now. Um, but we have been um, starting our business in in Switzerland, in uh, yes, in other countries. Um, and in, after the summer we were launching in um, Saudi, which is very fun. Mm. Uh, so yes, so that's a beauty brand for us who are have sensitive skin or scalp, but still wants very like good products that that that's very that that works. Um, so I'm very proud of that. So 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 the beauty brand is like the biggest brand, and um, and then I have my own investment company, uh, Love and Grip Invest. Uh, and how did that idea come about? I think that's the most interesting thing because that means it's not just about you as an entrepreneur, but no. you're actually looking for. Mm -hmm. Other entrepreneurs yeah. and, and companies to invest so in. So during my 10 years as um, having my blog and being an entrepreneur, um, all the, um, I like the profits from, from the blog and the, the companies, um, have I put into Loving Deep Invest. So from that uh, company, I'm, I'm looking for, you know, young entrepreneurs with great ideas but because I, I know my, my time is limited. <laughs> So I want to to have more companies, and because because it's so fun to start, to build, to grow, to sell, um, but it's impossible with my time, especially now when I have two kids. So um, to solve that problem, I invest in other. So they can do the work for <laughs> yeah. you. That's 
Uh, or now maybe do not do the work for me, but I can help them. Help them rise yeah. and grow. And that's the fun part. Hmm. So yeah, I have um, going into a few co- companies right now and still searching for more. And I use my platform to make the, uh, their companies grow so we can switch like stocks in the company um, so they can have market, um, so, uh, so they can be s- seen that my Instagram and Facebook and blog. So it's it's quite a new way to invest. They're very smart. Yeah, so it's not only, it's not only money, it's also the, like the social media and the platform. influence around yeah. it. Yeah, that's very, very smart. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, it's been so, uh, I try to imagine you 14 or 16 and mm-hmm. having this, this grow. you've lived this life in the public eye now for almost your entire life or mm-hmm. yeah, half, half of life. your life, half of your <laughs> life. How do you think that has shaped you? Because it's something that I know, um, and I have much less of that than you, uh, but personally, the idea of being a public person has been quite challenging for me, mm. at least. I like to stay very private. Also, my husband is a, he's a very awkward person. He likes to say this himself. <laughs> he's like, if you walk up to him in the street, like, hi, oh my God, I follow you on Instagram. He just stands there. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, it's really, he's very awkward around that stuff. So for us, it's been, um, it's Most of it is very fun, but mm. it's a little bit challenging, especially with the baby when people come up and they want to take photos or touch her or grab her and mm. things like that. And I know you have that at a much larger scale here in Sweden. Yeah, um, but it, in the same, it, it, it hasn't, you know, if affected me so much. I think I, I've been seeing this as a job from from the beginnings. So I've entered my like role as a public figure in the morning and when I come home or in the weekends it's easy for me to to take off the high heels, to take away the makeup and just being Isabella with my So are you still on. that character a little bit that you built when you were 14? <sighs> Maybe no, not that character, but I, I think when you you have to you you have to like um, Um, it, when you are an entrepreneur, it's hard to 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 see when you're working or when you're not working. So for me, maybe with clothes and with makeup and with styling, that's a, a way for me to know when I'm when I am that kind of public figure when I'm working. When you're on. Yes, and when I'm off, hmm. it's like to 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 trick the brain. Hmm. Um, but being public, I, I think I handle it quite well. Um, still the feet on the ground <laughs> mm. um, but of course it's another type of life that I'm when I was um, um, grew up um, it's another like an, an another standard with the um, with the money part definitely so it's more that kind of thing to to like to um, I, th- I think it's the the money part it's, it's more effect is more big for me than the the public or not public part. You are listening to From the Heart, Conversations with Yoga Girl. Magazines are great resources to keep us informed on news and social issues, and they give us moments of inspiration and comic relief just when we need them. With a brand new app called Texture, you can access all of your favorite magazines in one place on your tablet or on your phone. The Texture app has gone beyond delivering just the magazine itself. Texture makes it easy to find and enjoy the articles you want to read with daily recommendations, exclusive interactive features, videos, and much more. The Texture app is entirely digital, so it's an environmentally friendly way to consume the best magazines and articles. Texture makes magazines easy, and there are so many great ones included. There's Yoga Journal, Women's Health, Time Magazine, and much, much more. 
Texture is searchable, so you can mark what you like, check out back issues, view bonus video content, and even experience curated articles and magazines just for you or whoever you are gifting Texture to this year. Why subscribe to just a couple of magazines where you can have all of your favorites on your smartphone or on your tablet all the time for way less? Plus, Texture was selected as one of Apple's top 2016 iPad apps. Normally, Texture is $9.99 a month, and you get over 200 magazines. Today, Texture is offering all From the Heart listeners a 14-day free trial. Download the Texture app and start your free trial right now. Go to texture.com slash yoga girl. That's 14 days to try Texture for free when you go to texture.com slash yoga girl. One more time, go to texture.com slash yoga girl today. You also, you made the conscious decision to not show your children's faces yeah. on your blog or mm. online. And where did that come from? From two ways. Uh, one is a very terrible um, thought, and it's uh, because of the kidnapping risk. Hmm. Um, and the other one is that I want them to, to be able to choose by themselves when they are older. So it's yes, from the thinking of the safety and also keeping more of it private yeah, also for you. Yeah. And it's a good and and I I'm very like happy that I that I did that. Um yeah. Do they know? You think that 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 <laughs> their mom is this very, you know, public <laughs> No, uh, they don't Not understand. Yet. No. And uh, yes, people are coming to us at the grocery store and they want to take photos and but um, no, he's uh, he's too young. Mm -hmm, uh, still. Yeah, he's yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking about so transitioning here because it's you realized very early that you wanted to be an entrepreneur that mm -hmm. this was it for you and I think that's something that um, in this generation of you know blogging and social media uh, not everybody has that natural instinct no. to make smart decisions mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's very very true and I come from this other world of social media which is the the yoga and wellness world which is even it's much more sensitive mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. too I think if you're you know talking about fashion or beauty it's more natural to promote things and to become more commercial but yes, coming is. from yoga Uh, very early on I was like okay it's not gonna work I cannot teach this you know sacred practice about making you know peace with who you are and loving yourself and then hey why don't you buy these yoga pants you know it doesn't flow like at all so I decided really early I'm not going to market anything on these platforms it just doesn't work at all and I was the only one in the online yoga community that made that decision and uh, for a while I was really doubting it oh I could be making money doing this I could be improving this I could be growing faster if I was collaborating with other people but I never did and now it's been uh, I don't know five or six years and I think I'm one of the few people in the yoga world that actually has the ability to scale a brand because there is more integrity there now there is much more trust from the people that follow me they know that it's not just a marketing platform you know it's a place to it's a community more and I feel like I'm, I was really looking through your things this past week knowing you were going to come here and I feel like you've You've managed to keep that balance really beautifully. Thank you. It's, it doesn't feel... Because um, uh, sometimes you can feel if you read a blog, like it's like fake marketing almost. Mm. Like it's like, buy this because I make money off of it. But with you, it's very clear if it's an ad and it also feels like it's something that you stand behind. It merges really well. Mm. How do you make those decisions? Um, because it must be a big part of the revenue for the blog. I mean, it's, yes, it, it, yeah, it is. It, It's a big revenue, of course, and it's, it's a big part. And it's it's uh, it's tough to say no to a company that that will give you a lot of money, but it's it has the wrong kind of. What yeah. do you say no to? Uh, like 90% percent, <laughs> <laughs> like everything. Uh, I'm very picky about the companies that I want to 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 be seeing in the channels. Um, 
it, it has to be something that I'm, I, I, I have to be like a customer by myself. It has to be natural. Something that you actually would yeah, buy yeah. on your own. So that's it. That's, you know, good rule. Can I be a customer? Would I buy this to my children? Would I eat this? Would I wear this? Um, if not, no. If not, no. No. Yeah. yeah. But in the same time, I have the, the sales company there, you know, they want to to sell the products, to have the spots on my blog. So to say no, it's it's tough. And still we have, the blog has today like seven employees. So Just for the blog itself. Just the blog and the social media channels. Mm. And, and the, the, where two, there are two persons that, uh, people that are translated to the English and to the German and soon to French and to uh, Arabic. So, uh, so of course, every time that I say no, I know, but... Maybe it comes today, it comes today that nobody wants to to have the post and, and and how can the company you know continue so but i I always um, you know I think positive and and if I say no to something now, something better will, will come up in the future um, and I have a quite high integ- integ- uh, integrity yeah, yeah. I, I want to talk a little bit about body mm-hmm. you had two kids yeah and I know you've always been like kind of at the forefront of the body positive mm. movement which yeah. I think is so needed <laughs> and so amazing and also really rare in the uh, because if you look at your blog from the outside you live this perfect life I mean you do I mean you have this a lot of challenges and you share them but you have a beautiful home beautiful kids beautiful companies you're very successful you're making lots of money I can see from the outside people finding inspiration in all of these things but there's also um a big piece of that when it comes to responsibility for the people that are reading and following along. Mm-hmm. And for me, the way I chose to navigate that was to always tell the truth. Yeah. Like no matter what goes on, if it's super painful, if it sucks, if it's ugly, tell the truth. Yeah. And you've been amazing at sharing your own body insecurities mm-hmm. or your own mm-hmm. um, struggles with that since, since young. Can you um, tell our listeners a little bit about that? I was growing up a lot of, uh, a lot of time with my dad so it wasn't that kind of like body focus. It wasn't makeup or buying clothes. I I didn't enjoy that kind of... When my friends in school were comparing their bodies to each other when we were like 10, I didn't because, you know, I was playing football with my dad or being more like a... Like Tomboy a, almost, yeah. yeah. So I think that was quite... Um, a great start for the body not care about the body, but the body is just great for playing football with. Mm. <laughs> I have two legs; they're great. <laughs> Very smart. Um, and um, and then in school, I wasn't the popular girl. I wasn't the 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 beauty the, the pretty girl. I was more often. I was by myself a lot. I was um, reading a lot. I didn't have any friends. But um, the point is that. I, I was never with the the girl uh, in the girl gang. No, yeah, maybe where those thoughts spread. Yes, and and when it began mm-hmm. uh, to be seeing all the body idol and how how it should look and everything. So I was like I was I I, I missed that kind of time in my life. Um. And I always, you know, know my own my own um, value and. When my friends in later on in my life were comparing, the, or oh my body's I'm too fat, or my ties are too big, or my acne, or I, I not I never cared so much, um, and in the same time I had a lot of problem with my acne, with your skin. Yes, with my skin, um, 
so I was just, you know, forced to to deal with that and to do, and I remember because I I have I had put put on a lot of makeup on her quite some a few years and then I was telling my blog readers when I was like 17 at okay today um I'm not gonna do my makeup anymore today I'm gonna go out with no makeup and see what's happening so as you I was always being very opening about my like this is tough for me my acne is tough for me um but I remember that day when I was taking off my makeup and I was going to school the first day without uh, and I noticed that nobody cared. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big thing. <laughs> nobody, you know, saw the pimples or were laughing or nothing. So as they're all so busy worrying about their own stuff. Exactly, exactly. So <laughs> from that, that point, I was like, okay, but if nobody care, I, I it's time for me to not care so much <laughs> about the acne uh, too. So. Uh, that was like a, a big thing for me to realize that, like you said, people are more f- more focused about themselves. Uh, so I, I always like you know enjoyed my body. It doesn't it doesn't um, it doesn't uh, depend on the weight or how I look. It's more I see it more rational. Okay, there's a pimple, there's a stretch mark, there's a skin over. I I don't I don't care so much. But um, but in the same time. Today, when I live a very like stressful life with two kids, I have noticed how important to eat it is to eat the right things to mm. be more sustainable with yourself. Because you've, you've changed your diet a little bit recently. I had, I have. Um, so, for example, I don't eat meat anymore. I try to eat more plant-based, uh, less alcohol, to yes, to live more sustainable. And that, of course, it changed how my body look but it doesn't it, it wasn't for the like the body goal to change how to to lost weight because of that it was uh changing diet to feel good to feel good so that's the important thing so and do you think that this was a like a natural response for your body because sometimes i feel like when we're in challenging situations emotionally mm. if we lose these other parts if we start eating like crap and we start treating our bodies like crap then everything becomes almost yeah. unmanageable you yeah. feel like it was almost like a a response okay it's tough over here i'm going to take care of this it it was because the when i i changed the diet one year ago and that was the when the relationship started to became like tough so I found like one thing in my life mm. <laughs> that I can control and have sustainable. Mm. Um, so uh, yes, but I, I don't, I don't, um, I do some yoga or meditation at home. I'm just the part. How of, did that start? That, 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 that's interesting to uh, me. I started uh, with the pregnancy yoga. Mm-hmm. With, uh, the, with your second pregnancy? Uh, no, the first, oh, the first one, one. The mm-hmm. first one. Um, just to, because the, I didn't have time to enjoy that I was pregnant. So You worked throughout... Oh, I did. Yeah. I did. So once in a week or twice every week, I I could uh, be on that pregnancy yoga and just enjoying the the time in my life and focus on the um, the philosophy, the birth, the yes. birth, <laughs> the, <laughs> the big upcoming thing. birth, yes. the big thing. <laughs> so so that was amazing to to and 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 at that point I realized that yoga is is a perfect time for me to you know to let go on all the work and all the issues in my life so so I'm, I'm not doing it so so quite often today but maybe once a week and I'm doing it at home and maybe like an online or um, like a, a show in front of me or just you know just the meditation the for me the the breath is um, doing like to to um, to breathe 
before, like calm before I'm going to sleep or first thing in the morning or if the day is very stressful or intense, I can just go to my room, close the door and breathe for three minutes. Um, that's very like... Um, uh, it's it, a valuable tool. Yes, and it's very important for me. you can take it me. anywhere. I, I can. So the breathe is more like important for me maybe than like the, the, the physical part mm-hmm, right now. Mm-hmm. But in the future, I hope to... To, to find like more to move deeper into yeah, that yeah. what are your most important self-care practices so this so- sounds like one you mm-hmm. know brief meditation or, or breath work <sighs> do you have some things that you never stray away from no matter what uh, i always have the like the three thoughts of uh, thinking grateful before i go to sleep oh you do every day every or every night every every night so it's important for me to doing the uh, the breathing part to think about the three um, things that I'm grateful for and also when I'm always when I'm taking a shower or I'm flying and I'm going through the the clouds <laughs> <laughs> every time at that point on a plane I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the plane yeah I always uh, doing like the uh, having all like the great vision or I having I always, you visualize yes every time so like every day like one minute in the shower but uh, every time when I'm when I'm at, at at the plane, I'm doing like the the bigger, like uh, the bigger goal in my life in my head. Would you mind sharing what your what were your three most grateful things uh, yesterday? Do you remember? Um, it was about my my children, uh, of course, uh, with the after the divorcing part that I'm still, you know, that I'm, I'm that I was I was you know I'm 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 gonna fix this, and I was grocery shopping with them, and they were quite um, they were very. Um, uh, they were they were tired after mm-hmm. daycare, uh, and they were you know it, it was quite a tough. They were running around. They didn't want to stay with me, and I was alone. And I saw all the other couples couples helping each other, but I did it. I fixed it, and I um, you got all the groceries. You did yes, you I did. Yes, here. I yes, I fixed it. So I was quite grateful for you know um, taking this decision, and I know that I'm gonna uh, succeed with this. So that was one thought. Um, so I, I, I do a lot of mental work with myself for like a visionary work every day. I can tell. And every I think day. people underestimate the power of that um, yeah. um, um, somehow. And um, it's important for me to, um, I, I, I read somewhere that we have like 60,000 thoughts, thoughts every day. Yeah. And I'm very picky about where I put, uh, which kind of thoughts that I'm having. So if... Um, People are like call a friend if if a friend is calling me a day and she's want, she just want to gossip. Uh, I I have to say no to that kind of five <laughs> minute for gossip because it's taking my thoughts from something else. Hmm. And I, I then I want to to have my thoughts or my more for the companies or for my children or for myself. So uh, it can sounds it sounds it sounds extreme, but I'm very picky about what I'm thinking about and what I'm putting my time on every day. It has to be something that are helping me f- uh, forward. Um, I could imagine some, uh, if you would ever really step into the yoga practice, mm-hmm. you know, more than once a mm-hmm. week or maybe find even more depth in the, the breath and meditation work, mm-hmm. I could imagine that blowing this yeah. up for you. Yes, That would be great. Because that's such a big piece of, uh, you know, being aware enough that you throughout the day realize, okay, I'm entering this difficult track mm-hmm. now. It's mm-hmm. taking me down this spiral of, because I'm sure you must have those thoughts too. I mean... Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. You are like superwoman. 
my last podcast last week, I spoke about uh, my own realization that I can't be superwoman. And listening to you talk about the kids now, I mean, they're older, so they're in daycare. And, you know, I have, she's almost four months old, but showering alone sometimes it's <laughs> barely happens and then is is knocking on the door okay she's crying and I'm like god can I just like poop on my own can I just be alone for five minutes yeah but but uh. this morning the the children were you know sitting on the on the floor and I was taking a shower in the morning so so I've noticed that I can do everything I can put my makeup on doing my hair but they have to to be in that room with um, you yes and they're having like a um, makeup brush or they have they're they're holding something and they're like playing with it so they want to participate in yeah, what you're doing yes uh, so now they know everything about my makeup routine oh, that's so <laughs> cute I love that what was the biggest uh, what was the biggest thing what what changed you the most about motherhood do you feel like being more understanding for other people don't see the world in uh, like black and white more it changed me a lot uh, i was more cold more yes you're seeing more the world more like you're if if, if you want to succeed just do it uh, today i'm more i'm more I, I, today I realized that that life is tougher than that. Hmm. It's, it's not always, you know, having a goal and reach for it. Sometimes it's it's tough, and it's people are having different. They're coming from from different ways in life with different um, settings. Yeah, Swedish. with different prerequisites. Yeah. yeah. So I'm more. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm not so so. I I, I don't judge people anymore. Hmm. That was I'm, I was quite tough to other people before. Uh, today I'm I'm a kind of I'm I'm a, like a different person in that way. I know that life can be very tough and it's it's not so easy just you know having a goal and reach it. It's so much mentally and you have yeah. I'm more I'm I'm a better person. Hmm. I am. It's a big if difference. You look, it's yeah. a, I feel that too. Mm. <laughs> I mean, already it's only been four four months, but I can barely remember life before versus mm. life now. And one of the things that I feel the most is this appreciation for women. Yeah, exactly. And I can even, if I think back, I can see that there has been some judgment in me sometimes with how, you know, how women navigate the world. Or sometimes I was like, oh, you should just do it this way. Yeah, or yeah. my way is better than other people's <laughs> way. And I'm realizing now, like, there is no right way no, to do not, this no, at all. No. Which is also why I'm so surprised that there's, um, I don't know if I'm, I don't think I'm alone in it, but the judgment in the mother community yeah. And I understand that at the core of it, I think it comes from this place of love. Like I do this for my children; yes. and it works for me, so you should do it too. Mm. Mm. But I, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really can't get over it. I keep getting these emails or questions or comments, and it says, "I don't want to judge, but, but your baby should part. not suck her thumb." <laughs> I'm like, "What's gonna happen if she sucks her thumb? Like, I, I sucked my thumb. I, I lived. Like, I'm okay. You know, I still have it. It's okay." I, I sucked my thumb t- till I was twelve. <laughs> and you made it okay even you you're fine (laughs) but how do you deal with that that judgment because I feel somehow maybe because we're so sensitive about our kids so Mm. I'm probably I'm absorbing that judgment more than I would judgment about me you know if they say like oh your yoga shouldn't be that way or your body Mm. or your this I don't care so much I'm trying to be a a good role model to never judge other women in my blog I would never judge another woman even if she is saying something that I doesn't agree with uh, the the idea of always um, backing another woman is more important than um, having a, an 
opinion of her thought. Mm. So that's is a, a big thing for me that never, never complain or be like mean to another other woman or another mother because it's, everything is so sensitive or, and... Uh, um, and it is harder for women. <laughs> that's also is. something that I haven't really seen until now. I mean, before I had... Lea Luna, I would just kind of take for granted all the women that work, that have kids, yeah. all the women that give birth every day. Yeah. Women just do this. No one ever asks a man, no. oh, you went back to work so quickly. No, Shouldn't never. you be home nursing no. your baby? No one says that. No. And in, in my, I think in my relationship, it's a little bit reversed. So I, I'm kind of the primary um, bringer of you know, mm. manifester in yeah. the family, so to speak. We yeah. all work with, uh, with the Yoga Go platforms, my husband too, and he's very comfortable with that. Mm. So as we met, he was like, uh, I want to be a latte papa. Latte papa is like the dream. And the then dream. now we have the baby. He's like, uh, latte papa is harder than I thought. I need some help. And I'm like, oh God. But I mean, it is really, you get more judgment that way. If he was out working every day, quickly after the baby was born, no one would say anything because it's common for the man to have that role. Yeah. And I feel like it's a, it's a challenge for me right now to yeah. really embrace this whole new new lifestyle it is. and and this is a, a big question and an important question for me right now the blog and all the plat the, my channels are growing and expanding with other languages and my like the message that i want to to be to, to say is that you know one uh, the first one is that you can do both uh, uh, when you're a woman. You, you can still have your career, you can have your children and you doesn't have, have has to choose. But the other one is that always support other women. Always, always, always. And that's... Um, um, it's and, and you can't say that enough. <laughs> and I think when I'm saying that and you are you're doing the same, um, I think that's you know, the best way to, to, to make a difference. Um, so yes, I hope people will continue that and to message. act on it <laughs> to act on <laughs> because it. one thing is talking about it and yeah saying, and know. when you see something in like a common field you just you know say that don't, don't do that and never you know continue the discussion mm -hmm. do you address things when you get negative comments in the in the blog do you sometimes respond or no no almost no, never 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 give them that it fuels the fire no exactly yeah. Exactly. It's hard to do though it, it, it is really it hard it sounds to do. very easy but just don't answer no no no, no but don't do that. <laughs> no. And I was okay. Because I'm, I'm meditating on this a yeah. lot right now. So if uh, if someone shares something negative before mm. the baby, I would never respond. Mm. Like I wouldn't even look at it. I'd be like, oh, okay, just keep scrolling. But now those things, it sticks with me. And then I'm wondering, okay, is it because there's something triggering me in what this person says has to mean that there's a little bit of truth in it or that there's a little bit of fear behind mm. it. So if they say, oh, don't let her suck her thumb. And I'm like, what? Why would you say this? Let me raise my baby. And, uh, and then I realized, wait, I'm actually maybe scared that if she sucks her thumb, something bad is going to happen because yeah. I'm new at this. I don't yes. know. Is yeah. every decision I make mm. going to mess up her life? Like mm. being a parent is not so easy. No, it's not so easy. It is. And a lot of responsibility for this tiny being for the rest of your life. Mm. You know, it's... No, I wish, the, I wish the climate was a little softer around this. But mm. I'm going to work harder to focus on the... And, and we can change it. Yes. We can. Mm. I really, really yeah. hope so. You are listening to From the Heart, Conversations with Yoga Girl. I went for many years without wearing a bra. When I decided to try them out again, I instantly remembered just how uncomfortable they can be and why so many women say the best part of the day is coming home taking off their bra. Then I found third love. 
Third Love uses women's real measurements and super smoothing memory foam to create bras that fit better and that are way more comfortable. They offer sizes from AA to G as well as exclusive half cup sizes. I stopped wearing bras for a few reasons, one being how aware I was that I was wearing something uncomfortable all day long. But these third love bras are so comfortable that sometimes I even forget I'm wearing one, which is exactly how it should be. Third Love knows you'll love your new bra, so they're offering from the heart listeners a chance to try one of their perfect 24-7 bras for free for 30 days. All you have to do is answer a few simple questions online, and the Third Love experts will recommend the perfect bra just for you. If the bra you receive is not your new favorite, you can easily return or exchange it for free. Simply fill out a few questions, pay just $2.99 for shipping, and receive the greatest bra you'll ever wear. It's time to put fit first with Third Love. Go to thirdlove.com slash heart now to get your perfect Third Love bra and try it for 30 days. That's thirdlove.com slash heart to try your new favorite bra for free. Thirdlove.com slash heart. What do you, because you have a, a boy and a girl, mm. Yilis and Sally, mm. do you raise them the same? I do. Um, I want them to be as the Swedish character Bamse. Mm. And he's very strong and also very kind to other people. So I want them to be... Bamse is a storybook uh, character. Or yeah. a um, paper, what do you call it? Uh, magazine character. Yeah. yeah, He's a bear and he he's eats honey and he becomes super strong. Exactly. So And mm. he's, he's very strong and... Um, And I want them to be strong within, to, to always feel comfortable, to, if they have anything that they want to do, just do it. And I will always support that. They, they don't have to, to have companies and be successful. They can just do whatever they want. Um, but always, be, you know, like, like very, have a great self-esteem, but always also be kind to others. That's very important for me. When, when, when they see a person on the street, um, like, um, I want. Uh, begging or yeah, homeless beg. yes yeah. always help they always get some some Swedish um, money to to give them it's very important for me to to make them understand that we are having a they're they having they are having like a great standard and other people doesn't have that so we have to help other pe persons because you didn't grow up the way that you're no, raising your children no. and I was I was so frustrated because they were they were laying down at the floor a day and they were putting on um like a um, blanket mm -hmm. and I was like and I was wondering oh you listen Sally what are you doing you're lying on the on the floor with the blanket on and they were saying yes mother we're flying oh, oh god <laughs> and I was like okay you're flying and you're lying in the bed because they're used to, to fly business and uh, from so that they don't know the reality for no. most of the people you don't get to lie no. down no. and from that point I was like okay I have to have this thing in my when I'm when they're growing up so they can because they're gonna be terrible people in another <laughs> way um they need to work they have to work they, uh -huh. so so that's uh, like one of my struggles how can I how can I re, um, raise them so they are like bamse like mm -hmm. strong uh, independent having greatest self-esteem but kindness is very important Very, very important. And I think that's a challenge. I was having this discussion with my mom actually yesterday because we are also, uh, me and Dennis live a lifestyle now that is different than the mm -hmm. way I was raised. And one of the biggest differences is, and this is very common in, in Central and South America, is that you have a maid or you have someone who helps out around the house. It's really common to have someone living with you. Mm -hmm. And especially when you have a, a child, it's really common that you leave your baby with the with the maid. So most of Dennis's friends, they were raised kind of speaking really amazing Spanish because they had a South American maid that raised them while the parents were at work. Uh, and that's 
not something that I would, you know, I, I don't want to have a nanny for her until I absolutely have to. Like, I don't want to, um, I don't want anybody aside from family with them for as long as possible. Um, but for, one thing is like, we don't do our own laundry at home. No. No. And I always did my own laundry when I grew up. Mm. And then my mom said yesterday, she says, is Leah Luna going to grow up and not know how to... <laughs> like how to put stuff in the dishwasher is she not going to know that because you live this lifestyle and I thought wow that's going to be so hard because we don't do that and kids do what they see and what you know yes. they act as we act mm -hmm. so I think it means that we're going to have to scale back a little bit on the mm. <laughs> on the support that that this gives us and kind of go back to yeah doing our own laundry more so she can learn yeah. too yeah because that's a big thing mm. how about when you travel with the kids Mm. Where have they been? They have been uh, following me every time that I'm working. Uh, uh, yes, they have been like f being on my arm from when they were born. So uh, like in a minute. They've been to lots of countries. Uh, lots of countries. Well, how how young were they when you started traveling with them? Uh, they, were, they were eight weeks. That young? Wow. Yes, and where did weeks. you fly? I think it was to Milan because I was uh, visiting... Um, a, f um, a factory they were producing our mascara so yes they've been with me and I was you know, been flying to Miami with them to Thailand and to everywhere um, and they're, they're quite used to you know be with me and uh, people were very upset when they were traveling so young yes that's why I'm asking because I uh, already received some judgment and she's only been on one plane yeah <laughs> but I was breastfeeding until they were six months and um, it was very easy to travel while I, I was breastfeeding it was harder bet be between six months and when they were starting to to walk because they were so frustrated and they wanted to walk with my you know holding my hands or to to, need more to crawl. entertainment yes. more engagement uh, and yeah. now it's easier again because now he's three and he can you know have an iPad and he can uh, see a movie or playing on a, like an iPad so um, it's easier right now but uh, now I'm, I'm gonna fly with them by myself to mm -hmm. you know two kids going to Spain or are you two. nervous about that? no no uh, of course, yes, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be crazy. I'm going to be so sweaty. <laughs> Things are going to be, you know, hard. But um, I have to, you know, I have to do it. I, I, um, There's no other option. No, I mean, exactly. Would you stay home? Then no, for the rest of no. Life? no. And I, you know, it's going to be hard for the first time. But then uh, they would learn and I would learn. So I'm, I'm quite tough in that way. Um, I, re I remember that because it's only 17 months between them. And I was um, taking them to different places and or to my office both when they were very young. Uh, just you know, be just, you know, sitting in a car for two hours with two young children can be tough. Um, but I always, you know, you know, just tried. And sometimes they were, you know, for the I, I know, you know a couple of times that they were being like screaming for twenty minutes, and I was you know stuck in traffic and can't stop or in a highway oh or. Oh God! But but <laughs> at least they're like you know they had their. Um, they have their personalities. They have their no, no. They had. They were like. Stuck oh, they were strapped in. in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they couldn't move. <laughs> no, they couldn't move. So nothing could happen. So. Um, but wow, people underestimate this. This is the thing. <laughs> what goes on behind the scenes of this type of life? Because I think from the outside it can look like, oh, what a dream, and traveling everywhere, and bringing your kids, mm. and it's really hard. I remember when I was flowing with Sally uh, to Miami, and she was, you know. She she um, vomit all the time because she was so so small oh, and her she was spitting up a lot. 
Uh, yes, all the time. And um, and we didn't... Uh, all the clothes were already, like... Uh, uh, Full of spit up, yeah. Yeah, so we didn't have any more to change to. So we were sitting there for, like, uh, from New York to Miami. with Like, we were smelling and people were, like, you know... It, it, <laughs> it, it was terrible and then she pooped and uh, the diaper was I didn't have anything to change with and it was like really terrible but it, it just you know you, you smile have to go and, with it. yeah and, uh, and 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 you you realize that it's not it's not so much bad things more that can happen mm. you know this is like the worst I'm sitting in with her poo in my vomit or in her vomit and <laughs> People are looking at it us, but no, it, can, it can't That's get worse. So we're yes, we're living and we're happy. We're we're. You know. I feel like at least if you you know if you if you if me now when I travel mm. if I meet a mom with kids or a family traveling with kids, I feel compassion. Like, yeah. oh, I know what this is like versus before pre-kids, yeah. maybe like, okay, we've been on this plane for seven hours. Is that baby going to stop crying ever? It's not hard for the rest of the passengers. It's no. hard for the parents. Like it's. Oh, it's unimaginable. And I've been, you know, staying in, in the kitchen in the airplane, like having my son in my arms for maybe three hours. And he was being, you know, screaming all the time. So I've been, I have, I have done all the kind of, all you the know. hard stuff. Yeah. That was so. us flying here. Because everybody told me, oh, when she's this little, it's going to be so easy. Just wait till she's running. That's hard. So mm -hmm. I had this mm -hmm. different idea in my head. I thought, okay, it's a nighttime flight. She normally sleeps very yeah. well at night. She's going to sleep in the little bassinet that they give you. We're going to get to Amsterdam. She's going to be right on time. Jet lag, no jet lag. <laughs> she spent three minutes in the bassinet and she screamed for 10 hours. It was like a 10-hour flight. And I it was, was oh. by the cockpit. And then even one of the stewardesses, she felt so bad. She said, you know, we have this where you can close yeah. <laughs> where the people, where the stewardesses get to sleep. Would you like to sit down here and just close it? And I was like, oh my God, thank you. <laughs> it was just like her kindness in yes. that moment. I was just crying. Yes, like, I, oh God. I, I have done that too. Just crying oh. and be thankful. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for something. <laughs> so if we, if you were to look back at yourself, you know, this 14 year old girl, old girl before all of this, you know, maybe you weren't able to envision all of the success that you have now and the beauty in your life that you have now. And I think more than anything, the resilience that you have, the resilience, the ability to overcome mm -hmm. difficult things. Um, what would you tell her? Because I, I know we have a lot of people listening now that might be lots of young girls and people that might be in that moment right now, whether or not it's being bullied or being depressed or going through a divorce or, you know, moving through something yeah. difficult. What would you tell yourself in the middle of that time, that young? That the most important thing is that is that is the, the relationship to yourself, to always rely on you that you can go through everything you're, you know, um, all these tough things in life, but the relationship to yourself, that's the only thing you need. You, of course, it's it's fantastic to have a great family and support from your friends or maybe a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Um, but the relationship with, that that being your own best friend, uh, that was my like a mantra. Um, that I can be alone, everything can be tough, but uh, you know I know I'm gonna get through this because I'm my best friend. Hmm. And what if you don't have that ability though? So some for some people I know that self judgment mm. or the self hate can be very strong. Yeah. If you have that voice in the back of your head that says, "Oh, you're too fat," or "You're not smart enough," or "You're not successful enough," "You're not good enough." Mm. You. How do you become your own best friend? Yes, but you have to know that if you're if you're like laying like two hours every day of complaining about yourself, you're taking two hours from something else or you're taking 
like 30,000 thoughts of that to something else. So you, you know, you have to know that you're, it's going to affect you for the long term too. So you have to be quite try to be more rational and think, okay, what can I do for this quite time or those thoughts? Can I, can I read books? Can I be inspired? Can I exercise? Can I, can I do something that makes me more happy? Uh, and try to, to, to be tough on yourself when the, those bad thoughts are coming. You know, put them away. You know, I'm better than this. It takes, uh, it takes too much of the value in time for me. I'm going to do something else with that time. So, so see, see us, um, like picture that you have like 100% uh, and choose how much, like is it 10% you're going to complain about yourself or is it 80? So you know, it has to be a very small percent. And, and when those thoughts are coming, you know, take them away. If you're standing in the mirror and you think you look too fat or, did you, you know, take some other clothes, buy a bigger size, <laughs> you know, do something that would, you know, make it easier and, and not focus on, on the bad things on you. Mm. Or go where the happiness is. Exactly. That's yeah. always my go-to. So if my mind becomes this, you know, spinning, if it's okay, I know five minutes on my yoga mat moving gets me out yeah. of my head and into my body or spending time with a dog or yeah. doing something just to put a smile yes. on your face to snap out of it. And it's always a, um, a choice. You can't, it's, it's, um, it sounds tough when I'm saying that, but it, it, it is a choice. You can, when the bad thoughts are, thoughts are coming, you, 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 you can take them away if you want, but it's a, you have to exercise on that. It's a practice. It's a practice, yes. You have to start somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's next for you? I know you have a really exciting online show, online yeah. series coming out. So the Quest for Success. The Quest for Success. Um, yes, after in, in September, we're launching a new type of online series. It's not the classic YouTube one. Um, so I'm, I'm going to meet people that I have been looking up to during my years and talk about the, the sacrifice that they're doing for Reach Your Goal. In my For my... My sacrifices has been maybe some relationships with friends, and because uh, I'm always focused very much on the on the companies too. So um, it, it's it's when you see a successful person, it's always things sacrifices behind that you do, that that you don't see. So this is a way for me to 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 talk about that and and also inspiring um, that of course yes it's tough but maybe it's worth it. Um, but you but you have to know that you cannot be successful without taking away something else in your life. Um, the sacrifices that are made behind the behind the scenes, yes, and it's always sacrificing things. Always, yes, I think that's fascinating because it looks easy sometimes from the outside. Sometimes yeah. people might look at you and say, "Oh, anybody could do that." Mm. Mm, not so easy. No. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure having you. Thank you for having me here. A big thank you to my guest Isabella Lovingrid for joining me on the show this week. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to listen to and subscribe to other great episodes of From the Heart Conversations with Yoga Girl. You can find all of these on rachelbraithen.com, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or anywhere you normally get your podcasts. And of course, don't forget to leave a review while you're there. Huge thanks to the folks at Digital Media for their production work. And of course, thanks to my sponsors, Texture, Third Love, and TransferWise. Please support them the way they support this podcast. I'll see you next week.